top. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Laughter on Tap. <laughs> Welcome to the 10th episode of Laughter on Tap, and I'm delighted to welcome Ian Cowison today. Ian, you are a drama teacher, you work in an international school in Malaysia, but as we'll soon find out, you come from Scotland, Fife. Yeah. Could you tell us about your journey to teaching and uh, why you went from being a science student at university to a drama teacher in Malaysia? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, um, very briefly, I suppose it would be good. Uh, yeah, I was, I, I was in, I was a science sort of like that was what I was good at at school, and then I discovered very quickly when I went to university that uh, the reason I was good at science is because I had good science teachers that made it interesting <laughs> and colourful. And then um, I got to university and was sat in a lecture hall with three hundred other people, and it was incredibly boring. <laughs> and by the end of the first year of I mean I'd always done like Amdram stuff and all of that and youth theatre and uh, and then I got to the end of my first year at university and I passed four out of twelve of my credits <laughs> and for my science course and I was uh, vice president of the drama club for the whole university <laughs> so that was an indication uh, of where maybe I was actually should be should be aiming so so I I came out of that and and I went and trained as an actor and. Uh, I trained in uh, in Scotland a little bit, and then did my main main training in London. And I was a professional actor for three years. And acting is absolutely my first love, and still is. But the business of being a professional actor is not that great. Uh, it can uh, uh, there's a lot of there's moments of absolute joy, but there's an awful lot of it that is not very fun <laughs> at all. Yeah, we made the decision. A lot of my family are teachers, so the decisions were like, let's give it a go. It was always the other option. So um, fortunately, very fortunately for me, I, I went into teaching and I discovered that I love teaching as well. Maybe not quite as much as acting, but I do I do love doing it. Not really right now, uh, yeah. but I do. Um, so I'd, I worked in Scotland for, I'd, I worked at the high school of Dundee for seven years. And then we, um, my wife, Ali, who your listeners will be familiar with, um, we had a chat, and she'd been suggesting that we should we should move abroad and and try international teaching, and we so that was that's what we did. And I'd, I had actually had no idea you could really do that, and it, now it seems like what well, I don't understand why every teacher doesn't do it. It's like you've got this box of skills, and they'll they'll like you let you go abroad and do it. So yes, yeah, so we did. We were in Africa for for seven years, four years in West Africa, and then in Ghana, and then three years in South Africa, and now we're in Malaysia. Wow. And it's wow. great. Yeah, that's really good. You've also talked about, so you've told me about some of your acting time. And one of the features that you've enjoyed a lot is pantomime. So could you tell us oh, how yeah. that relates to your your experience of laughter and making people laugh, laughing yourself? <sighs> there's there's nothing, there's, there's honestly, there's nothing better than making other people laugh it's it's absolutely my favorite favorite thing and i and i love to do it in any like in social in just in the social situation or whatever and uh but to do it on stage in front of in front of an audience and make an audience laugh is just the best feeling <laughs> and it's that it's, it's so it's such instant gratification thing but with pantomime i've all, i've been very lucky i've been able to play the dame in pantomime the the, the panto dame that stock character and it is. It's just a joy, and my panto dame is most. It's 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 a little bit Billy Connolly, but it's it's it ends up being quite a lot Mrs. Doubtfire actually. Right. Yeah. 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 And it's, yeah. it's sort of that. 
oh hello, my dears, and all of that, you know, sort of stuff. <laughs> and uh, and and when you get when you when you get the and the great thing about panto, one of the, my favorite things about panto in terms of laughter is that, that making the audience laugh is the variety that you can get. Like if you if you do like I was saying, you fall down and show your knickers, you know, just like poof, you show your bloomers underneath your skirt, and the kids are killing themselves, and all, you know, and you do that. That one of the stock panto dame things is because you speak like this, you know, and it's a very lady sort of. Don't do that, and if you get annoyed, you're allowed to. You drop into the male register. Yeah. be, you know, sort of Aladdin. Would you come, Aladdin? Aladdin, come here. You know, <laughs> oh, sorry, boys. You know, the kids are like, wow. Um, but yeah. I do love it when you can, when you get a joke or two in the, um, it's, and it's only the adults that get it. Yes. Because it's the brilliant thing about a family. There was one of my favorite moments in, my, in all of doing Panto, and it was a unscripted one. We were doing Cinderella, and um, we're doing the scene after the ball, and the ugly sisters come back, and there's a traditional, that, that they're getting ready for bed scene. Yeah. And that's, you know, you put behind the screen, and you're throwing, you're supposed to be undressing, you're throwing all random stuff over, and all of that, and all of that. And... Uh, I'm, you know, sitting having conversations with a dummy that you put your wig on, and all. Oh God, it would go on forever some nights. And um, but the, then it goes into like buttons comes up and tells you a scary story, and it goes into the 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 UV and right, and, yeah. and all the and like the you know hands through the back of the curtain and yes, yeah, yeah. And we were oh scary, scary, scary. Oh, what was that? What was that? What was that? And the kids are like it's this, it's that, and it's just great. And then our this one scene we had a girl. One of the wee girls, the smallest people in our cast, was dressed as she was supposed to be a mouse. <laughs> this was college theater, so the costume wasn't that convincing. But she would come out from under the bed and like tickle her feet and then go, she'd turn very deliberately to the audience and go, hee, 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 and then run off. And we'd wake up and go, oh, what was that? What was that? Oh, and the kids would all shout, it's a mouse. Usually, it's yeah. a mouse. We had one kid that shouted one day, it was a polar bear, which... The girl playing the mouse was de- <laughs> was devastated about. It. She's like going on a crash diet. <laughs> I'm polar bear. But the best one is kid. It's a mouse. It's a mouse. It's a mouse. And then clear as a bell, this kid went. It was a sheep. <laughs> <laughs> and my partner, my other, the other the ugly sister, who is also called Ian, went. Oh, I hope it was a sheep. I'm not scared of sheep. And I went, no, but sheep are scared of you. <laughs> and then, and that being, and I just, that was it. I just collapsed. And the, all the adults, and it, maybe it's because it was a rural Scottish audience, but they all knew exactly what I was referring to. <laughs> and it was just, and all the kids are like, what, what? <laughs> and the adults are just killing themselves laughing. So it's moments like that that you just that'll keep you going through, you know, the next three show days and yeah, just yeah, the memory yeah. of that and stuff like that. And it's so those kind of moments are just so so spectacular and so and so special and are just are the moment. Those are the moments that that's the kind of stories that I'll be telling. Yeah. I think that because that you don't want to tell the people the the the, the depressants. So you don't like there's huge things that happen in your life, and they're the really important things, and they're not necessarily always you know obviously they're not all going to be fun. Yeah. But yeah. the stories that you want to tell are are those kind of moments. I think it's so important. 
Yeah, and that that sort of comes to this point of, you know, what is the funniest thing? And is it to do with a sort of perfect comedy performance? Or is it is it this element of spontaneity and things that just happen? Um, well, it can be, it can be, but then you can make a perfect comedy performance look yeah. spontaneous. Uh, there's a, the, the, I don't know if you know, the company that do the, the, the play that goes wrong, these guys, they've now, they've done loads of different ones now and they're yeah. very successful and they're, they're brilliant. Um, but this play that goes wrong, the whole idea is that they're, they're, they're acting as an amateur group who all of a right. sudden get yeah, a bit yeah. more cash and they're able to do this big set and everything. And it's your classic sort of murder mystery country house thing. And stuff just goes wrong. And the door, the doorknob falls off. You can't get out. That's it. I'm leaving. And all of that. And then the door doesn't work. And people walk in at the wrong time. And they, But it's all planned and it's all yes. deliberate. Yeah. And the whole show plays like... Yeah. A spontaneous, like spontaneous <laughs> things going wrong all the time, and I, I'm so impressed with those guys keeping that sort of humour alive yeah. for an audience night after night yeah. after night after <laughs> night. You know, that's I mean, for any actor, that's the that's the job, right? Is to tell to, to keep this to make that this audience feel like this is the first time you're telling this yeah. story or yeah, the first yeah. time these events have happened in any form of acting. But I think especially in comedy, yeah. <laughs> um, whether it's in a play or or stand up. To, to, to be able to keep to keep delivering that and not get bored of it yourself yeah must must be really difficult I know Billy Conley uh, who's my, my my hero really in this regard he he just if he gets if he gets too if it gets too easy for him <laughs> to get from one story to the next he just swaps them around right okay yeah yeah he'll just swap the order of the thing like yeah. he does the same sort of set piece but how he gets from one story to another <laughs> Well, you know, he's like, oh, no, let's change it. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it is about, yeah, as you say, keeping it alive, keeping it fresh, I guess. That's the yeah. That's the secret, yeah. Um, okay, what about laughter itself? You know, you make people laugh. Do things make you laugh? Do you laugh much? What what, what causes your um, laughter? I'm, I'm, like I say, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of, of, of stand-up comedy. And I think, the, the, like I th- those people are the bravest people, bravest performers around, just to go out there and say, in front of an audience with no, no filter at all, really, and just go, look, I, I'm here, I'm going to make you laugh, is, is incredibly brave. But uh, So th- th- that Billy Connolly is my, is, is, like I say, is my, my number one, is my hero. He was the first person that made me like just la- I actually fall off the sofa <laughs> laughing you know that thing of just like I just got it just got to stop and this was you know again, this was before I think I had a remote control for the video recorder so I couldn't even stop it it just kept coming yeah <laughs> it was, I was in agony and it was so it was so brilliant and 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 it was yeah so that if you can get to that stage, it's 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 fantastic. But there's I love a lot of stand-up co- uh, comedians. Actually, we're talking about um, influences. My, one of my very good friends, who was my best man at my wedding. So I do Billy Connolly like I, that's my kind of thing. That's if I if I want to make people laugh, I'll do a Billy Connolly joke or whatever, yeah, yeah. or a bit of his kind of material. And then I met this guy. I went to college in Kirkcaldy, and <laughs> and uh, this guy, and I met this guy first day, and I'm walking along and. You know, I'm doing a little bit of Billy, you know, and we're just chatting. And then he and he's doing this thing and he's going, yes, oh, yes, wheat and jam and spoons and oh, and things with a goat and this and that. And I'm like, wow. And I'm killing myself. I thought, oh, this is brilliant. 
I, I, this guy's got, here's me just doing Billy Connolly stuff. This guy's got his own whole thing that he yeah. does. This whole thing. I'd never seen an Eddie Izzard stand-up video. Wow. <laughs> That's who he was doing. He was exactly the same as me. But he was doing Eddie Izzard. And like, and that was, so it was just, and that was it. Well, that was for, sort of linked to, and we've, you know, we've been friends ever since. Oh, you know, that's like great. I say, he was the yeah. best man in my wedding. Oh. So, uh, I'm, and yeah, so in terms of, it, like, he was a, that was a great moment. Just that, that, those two moments, one meeting and somebody that I thought had their whole, and then, and then finding out that it was, it was the same as me, that he was doing his own, he was doing it somebody else, was just, was just great. And that, that's, and, and absurd things make, and I'm a teacher, so sometimes, you know, when you get moments that the kids just, you just nail you, that's usually it. It's yeah. usually when you've done something stupid and the kid pulls you up on it. That's kind of my favorite <laughs> thing. Because you're trying to be like the teacher and you're trying to be like, I know everything. You're trying yeah. to, like, and then if a kid just goes, Mr. Carson, what are you talking about? <laughs> And it's just like a fair play, you know. You've got me. Yeah, I was. I actually was making all of that yeah. <laughs> because I've forgotten to write it down. Or I thought this would be a really good idea to start the lesson two minutes before you guys walked in the door. And it turns out it isn't. And the kids love that as well. If you're then honest with it, yes, and, yeah. uh, you know, and then yeah. that that can be a yeah. really nice moment. Yeah. Yeah, honesty seems to come out a lot in these discussions about comedy, so that's that's interesting. Um, okay, let's talk about your actual laugh. Um, so, you know, what what do you think happens? <laughs> I think I have a whole different. I think I have a bunch of different ones because I think I'm like I'm a mimic. I just do like I pick up accents. So, you know, if I'm talking to somebody for a, a while, and I just start mimicking their accent, and it can be really it can come across as really offensive. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Billy Connolly laugh. That's yeah, all right. <laughs> that's it. Um, but I do. So I pick up. I've picked up. Like I've got. Do you know Eddie? Eddie Murphy had a very like that <laughs> kind of laugh. Yeah, that was a very famous one when I was growing up, and you couldn't. Nobody could do because it, it was like you know from Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, like <laughs> thing. And um, and then Jimmy Carr more recently started doing a kind of similar kind of kind of kind of this strange sort of seal thing, and I started doing it, and I don't, and it annoys me greatly because I don't like the sound of it. I think it sounds ridiculous, and I think it sounds kind of fake, but it's but it it does get, it's kind of a, a good release. Yeah. Just so, so that's the way it comes out sometimes. So I think it depends on the situation. And I've got a bunch of, you know, just like hissy, you know, like hissy laughs and and all of that. All the ones from that Mary Poppins song, I love to laugh. Oh yeah, <laughs> all yeah. all those. I, I do. I have all of those. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I forgot about that song. That's a brilliant song. The, the I love to laugh song. Yeah, oh, that's... what a great scene that was. The fact that laughter could physically, just yeah. a genius idea, could physically lift you, you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And make you float around. <laughs> just Because it does. It just lifts your spirit so much. And, and you do feel, it can lift the, like all those, like lift the weight of the world off your shoulder. It makes you feel. Yeah. 
a light, a lighter, and 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 everything. You know, life can be coped with again. Yeah, yeah. No, that's really great. Okay, so you've talked about your main influence. Um, any other influences <laughs> that have led to your humour, laughter? My, I'm, I'm allowed to mention my wife again. Yes. <laughs> so Ali, Ali, um, I'm, I met Ali, and uh, when when she was a stage manager, and I was in the, I was one of the more senior members of the youth theatre in, uh, <laughs> in St Andrews. You know that you know the cliche that eyes met across a crowded room. Our eyes met across an empty room. We were doing that. <laughs> you know that first day read through thing. Yes. And yeah, everybody's yeah. sitting around, and uh, so that's how. It, but then she and she she actually said she was actually leaving. It was actually her last day. She was on work experience, and then she came back because she got because she's brilliant at being a stage manager. <laughs> uh, she's it's it's a she's just brilliant at it. So she got immediately got a job, and um, and she came back, and then yeah we. You know, went out. We were in the pub and we were laughing, and we both, you know, Billy Connolly was like something that we that we both liked a lot. Monty Python was the other one that we yeah. kind of bonded over. We have this standing argument between the two of us: that, uh, <laughs> that is it Life of Brian or Holy Grail? That's the funniest film. She's Holy Grail, and I'm Life of Brian. <laughs> but um, so she, I, I wouldn't have. I mean, I wouldn't be anywhere near doing what I'm doing now if it wasn't for her. So, and yeah. and in terms of laughter as well. She she can still make me make me laugh. Oh, that's great! Out, out, outrageously as well, and and she has a brilliant laugh. As if, 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 as you, your listeners will know from the previous <laughs> podcast, she has an astonishingly good laugh. And it, she was she was the one that we always knew she was in the audience. Yeah, <laughs> before before we got with at panto or whatever, because she's very generous with her laugh as well, and it's yeah. never it never comes across as fake. Your your the your friend your actor friend who was talking about fake laugh. Yeah. It, Ne- she, hers never comes across as fake, no. and she just is. She takes joy in, in laughing out loud and letting other people know. I think as well that yes. she's finding it funny. <laughs> so she's fantastic. Like f- for when I'm doing shows with kids, and she'll come into a dress rehearsal and be like, and they're like, "Your wife thought it was really funny." It's like I've been telling you it's really funny for me. But you know, when you're doing it over and over, you forget. Yeah, yeah. So she's a great like first night, first or or, or last dress. Yeah, uh, she's yeah. the audience member. You want oh, to yeah, that's brilliant. So she still she still makes me laugh. So um, um, so yeah, are there any anyone. moments that you can think of that you've really laughed uncontrollably or or anything like that? Oh, just and yeah, and it's usually it's usually when you don't expect it. Yeah, is is when it really it really it really goes like, and that's and that's an interesting thing with with stand up because I love stand up. And and that's when you're sort of you're paying your money like you're going to make me laugh. Yeah. So there's a joy in that, but when it's when it's something completely unexpected. Oh, I've seen. I sound like I'm 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 um, I'm an advert for these guys. Those guys that did the play that goes wrong. We went to see a new one of theirs. No, this is brilliant because they made their name as. Yeah. The company that does the play that goes wrong. So things go wrong on stage and deliberately. Yes. Right? Yeah. But the problem is, if you then move away from that, and they did a show called Grown Ups, and I got to see it when I took kids to London, uh, rec- uh, like a, cu- a couple of years ago. I was going to say recently. Nobody's <laughs> been anywhere recently. But a couple of years ago. And and something went wrong. There was supposed right. to be this wee hamster. That there are kids in, in, a, in school. And they're supposed to be like the pet hamster, the class hamster escapes. And it was this wee thing on a track. Yeah. You know, it was supposed to go whizzing across the room. And the big guy, like, falls on it and accident, like, to try and cut and supposed to squish it. And so he, you know, I, like, because you know, so we know it's a track. But so the thing shoots out and gets stuck. So, so he comes up 
and the, the, the bend in the track comes up out of the stage and the big guy still falls down. <laughs> and then he's looking across at the other guy and she's like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. And and so for because it, it was like, that would be funny anyway in, in any play that it happened. It was funny because it was a com- hugely comedic play and we're all laughing already. But it, especially because it was from a company that sort of made their name from by things doing things wrong, wrong yeah. deliberately on yeah. stage and the fact that this had gone wrong. That that was that was great. Um but I, yeah, laughing uncontrollably is you sometimes you just got to sometimes it's just you you have to laugh because although I mean I'm a Scottish sports fan for crying out loud. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I've I've watched I, <laughs> I've watched Scot- Scottish football teams and rugby teams just do the most hilarious things. <laughs> that, that there is no no explanation for at all. Um, yeah. And and that's that's really that's the that's the key there. If you don't if you don't uh, laugh, you'll cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh no! So, and well, you keep coming back for more. Thank you so much, Ian. So, anything finally that you'd like to say to maybe those people who don't find it so easy to laugh or those who are trying to cope with this rather unusual time that we're living in? Yeah, try being a drama teacher. No, um, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, it is hard. No, I just think you've got, there will be something. And there are so, there's so many, there's, again, if you, you just take five minutes uh, every day to listen, to find a new stand-up comedian on YouTube yeah. or a new, like a clip of an old sitcom or something. And just, there'll be something that nails you. Something that, that you'll find your, that everybody has a sense of humor. Yeah. I cannot believe <laughs> that, that, that there isn't any. I mean, my dad was a chartered accountant, for goodness sake. <laughs> and he was really, he was a really funny guy. And he loved to laugh as well. And he's a you know, son of an architect, now yeah. a chartered accountant. It's just so so. But so I think I think that's re and I think laughter not just because of if you don't laugh you'll cry. Just just you should just laugh anyway. Yeah. Because it is so it's so important. It's so vital for for to lift to to do that thing like I was saying from the sort just to lift your spirits and just make you feel lighter. Yeah. <laughs> that's really nice. That's yeah. No, that's really great. Well, thank you so much, Ian. It's been a great pleasure to have you on this show. And uh, maybe, I don't know if you've got any stock laughs, any laughs that you want to uh, take us out on, but thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> no problem. Can I finish on a Billy Connolly line? Yes, absolutely. This is the one since he used to end his concert. He said, don't worry. Don't worry at all about what's happened here tonight. I'm the one that's going to hell. You were only watching. Thank you very much. Good night. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to this 10th episode of Laughter on Tap. If you'd like to support this channel, then please go to Patreon and search for Laughter on Tap, all one word, Or go to Facebook and also search for Laughter on Tap and follow the links to Patreon. If you're enjoying this podcast, then please look out for the very next episode, which will be a full-length play based on laughter therapy. Until next time, thank you for listening and keep laughing.